everyone. Today is Tuesday, and we have another episode for you. And I now this was a wild ride. It's up. We raw dog left. It. We raw dog this pod. We didn't we even have a the list. whole gambit. Yeah, we just went in and said, "Okay, Not gambit, here we gambit. go." It's gambit. I, and I talked about my college love and crush. And I talked about hooking up on my high school friend's parents' bed and then seeing his mom later that day. Drunk. Millipede's now biting me. If you're in L.A. this Friday, come to Fat Slut at Precinct. It's going to be a wonderful time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Forever. Dog. When first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with us. Sloppy seconds. Oh, Diva. Our number is 213-536-9180. Our email is sloppysecondspot at gmail.com. Now on with the show. Hi, you slopped, you stupid little fucks, you nasty little fucks, you dirty little fucks, you stupid little fucks. Welcome to Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball. I am Meatball, and that's Big Dipper. And this is our show where we talk about whatever we want. <laughs> you just took drinks and got to Oh, I was wondering why I said that. <laughs> They've burned it into your skull. Um, I just saw um, Trixie's new music video where she danced like... Um, it was the Beyonce! All the single ladies. And it was I remember good. It was Laganja was our guest. Well, and I, what... But was that when when she was on this show and she was like, I just worked with one of the dolls and you've never seen her like this before? I think it might have been that, but we should ask, we should just look at the YouTube and be like, is it choreographed by Lagarde? It is. Oh, yeah. Then that was probably it. I was just curious if that's what she was referring to. I think that's exactly what she was referring to. That was really Trixie fun. Trixie works very hard. And so that was probably shot months ago. Five months ago. Yeah. I want to be on a schedule like that. She's working hard. She's currently shooting her show in, in Palm Springs, the Trixie Motel. What have you been up to, Meatball? I think we really went over it last week with the list, but I have. <laughs> no, bit... I mean personally. I don't care about your gigs. Let's oh, talk about you. Personally? Just. For me? Living. Really? Uh, <laughs> focusing Are on life. Are you just life. staring at a spider right yeah, now? Yeah, the spider is so big. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I'm really trying to, like, relax the... Ho- I think the holiday season really, really, really stresses me out. You and know, I, when, when you say holiday season, I always think of the Coca-Cola commercial with all the trucks driving and the song. You know what I'm talking about? The holidays with the bears. are coming. The holidays are coming. You know that's that how song? it feels. It feels like such, like... And I don't know. I've decided, and I keep telling Michael this, and he doesn't understand. I was like, I'm not doing holidays this year. But and he you was guys like, love what does that, that mean? And I said, I'm not do. I was like, I'll decorate the house, which I guess is technically doing okay, the holidays. Okay, doing holidays. But I don't want to, like, I don't want to go visit my family. I don't want to visit his family. I don't want people coming and staying with us. I was like, you can go do whatever you want. I'll stay here with the cats. I'm okay with buying people gifts, but, like, I don't want to do, like, a FaceTime on Christmas Day. I don't want to do any of it. I don't want to yeah. do a Thanksgiving. I want to eat Thanksgiving food because I like the food, but I don't want it to be like a whole to do. I think I really enjoyed not stressing out about it last year. And I realized I don't like that. 
Yeah, because last year it was all up in the air. It was like, what will happen? What yeah. will we do? And last year I didn't stress out about it. Like, my Thanksgiving was with me, Pinche, and Cabrina. And oh, Michael. throwback. And it was just like a really nice time. And I had a great time. It was just, I don't want to do family stuff. It stresses me out. <laughs> I don't like to be stressed. <laughs> I know you don't like to And I'm stressed. at a point in my life where I'm allowed to choose what I do and don't do. <laughs> okay, you better let them know. You say, I'm a gay faggot. I put wigs on my head, it earns my living, and I get to choose what I do and don't do. Mm-hmm. What are you up to? I know you're, uh, you just showed me your calendar, and every single day is <laughs> full, down to, like, literal minutes, and I was like, I could never. That would send it's, me into a spiral. It's psychotic. My big thing, okay, and listen, talk about a broken record, but I'm gonna say it. My big thing that I want to get done in the next couple months is interior design. I haven't done a thing to make this. No, well, you did the nice. toilet seat and then you broke it. I did the toilet seat and I broke it, but then I replaced it. I have these stools. I want to put them somewhere. I want to do something with that. I have my all form sofa. I'm thinking about adding the third seat. Do to it. it. It has, you have room for it. I have two more seats. So it could be a four seat. So I think I'm going to rearrange. Gonna, are you going to, you could make it an L and kind of make that area like a little, you don't like a seat in the middle of the room. Oh, I can't make it an L. But you didn't get the right pieces. No, I only have four seats straight across. You Go get one of the chaise pieces. Well, here's the thing. I need to buy a coffee table. Then I have to... I, I want to buy... tables. What do you put in front of the couch? We you have, have a coffee one, table. I just don't like it. I'd rather be able to, like, literally take a running start into the room and jump onto the sofa. No glass table <laughs> in the way. You've never run a day in your life. <laughs> I know, that's why I got no, that. I don't know. Wonderful I need scooty. a coffee table. I need a living room. I need a bunch of things. I will say my plant is thriving. Yes, Mama. She got that. Oh, that's funny. That, see, that's interior decor. His plant is on the plant stand is the lower half of a male um, presenting mannequin. Yeah. And I you bought, put a little got, thong on it. We got the bottom half of the this person, uh, basically an underwear model, a mannequin. Uh, for a music video it has a gold thong on it and then the art director was like we're done with this now and she was like you paid for it what do you want to do with it and i was like i don't know so we brought it home and then donnell was rent like, it uh it was cheaper to buy it and then donnell was like um your plant can just fit up on there and she has been the plant you you know when you see a plant and all of a sudden it looks like it goes like just sort of like stretches out and like the leaves open up and she's just like yes plant that is how she's been ever since she's been atop the torso seeing a plant's like what i just pulled off mine dead leaves honey you have to do the thing which is called watering it i do water them but i leave them in the drag room and like to be quite honest when i once i came back from palm springs i threw all my shit in here and haven't been in here since. So you're saying you closed the door with your toxic, funky costumes, and now your plant is dying? No, the costumes immediately get soaked. Oh, okay. Soaked in and what? Piss? Just in a... I have, like, one of those... <laughs> I have, like, a couple of um, those five-gallon buckets, and if it's a costume that can't go through the washing machine, I put detergent, and I soak them in that, and then, like, rinse them and let them air dry. <gasps> So that they don't I need smell. To do that. I really I a... don't like when my costumes smell because I feel like it's gross. And I feel I... like for so long, I would just keep putting on dirty, gross costumes and it I gave was... me like skin infections. Ar- oh, no. 
I was around a person recently who, no matter what they did, they were smelly. And it was really rough. I have a lot of, I think I've talked about this before, but in middle school, mm-hmm. some, my clothes used to smell like mildew because my mom would leave them, like, she would put them in the washer in the morning and then go to work. And then when she got home, she'd put them in the dryer. And I'm like, Diva, they you sat do it all wet for eight hours. Yeah. So, like, until I started doing my own wash, like, things smelled like mildew. And I, like, when you are, like, using a towel and it smells like mildew, you're like, this is disgusting. And I'm rubbing this onto my body. So now I'm going to smell like mildew. Yeah. What a turnoff. Bad smell is, like. <laughs> yeah. I need but how do you feel about funk? It's good until it's not. You know what I mean? There's, like, <laughs> there's like I think for me and my body personally. For me? For me, my body for personally? me, I think I can go about a half day, and then after that, like anything after, eight, let's say eight hours, it's too much. I need a shower again. I can do about forty-eight hours before my. But I also wear deodorant, bad. so if I'm if I am wearing deodorant, I can go longer. I can go probably a full day, but I don't like my i I don't like my crotch stench too oh, much after like eight when hours. When you said after, we're like, gonna deodorant. raw dog this episode, you meant it. We're talking. Dick sweat, baby. I I'm good for like two days. I can you even sniff like, other people's underwear. Day two, yeah, for sure. Day two, I'm like, I'm like, there's someone who wants this funk. And then by the time, like, if I if I go day two and I'm still so tired and I wake up the next day, it's it's a dire need for a shower. Yeah, I can't go more than two days without a shower. But listen, I'm white and my people like to really push the limit when it comes to showering. Yeah, what was that thing about all those celebrities being like, I don't bathe, I don't bathe ever. What's the point? I yeah, I mean, I think it's the kind of thing when people heard the the news, you know, because for so long uh like I I grew up thinking this too that every time you shower, you shampoo and conditioner, you put shampoo and conditioner into your hair, mm. which everyone's hair is different. Everyone's hair has a different amount of oil in it, a different amount of texture, like or a different uh, style of texture. It's like everyone's hair is different. And I remember when I first learned like, oh, you can shampoo your hair like once a week or if you have short hair, not even shampoo it, just condition it once a week. Like there are different ways that you can take care of your body. Yeah. And I think a lot of, uh, you know, white people who are leaning into the, like, you know, vegan plant-based lifestyle and no chemicals anywhere are like, well, I don't need to scrub all that soap and stuff all over my body, so I'm just not going to shower. Yeah, we got to We got to turn the tides on that one. Love a shower. <laughs> Love a shower. Can't yeah, there's nothing feels better than I can't stop showering, won't stop showering. <laughs> You know, we've had this conversation in here before too. But when I first moved to New York, it was it was did, so. Wait, where did you live though in New York? Um, I lived in New York on the e- in the East Village. Have you heard of it? I I think so. It's on the West Side. <laughs> <laughs> I showered three times a day. I was like, this city is really gross. I'm getting yeah. really gross just like walking around and all of this stuff. And slowly, as I lived there longer and longer, I was like, okay, maybe I was a little OCD at first. Yeah, but especially now, girl, I was like, I was in a parking garage, and in order to get out, I had to like push open a door, and I was just like, ugh, my hand felt filthy after just doing like a push open. Where was I that I just did so? Oh, I was in Palm Springs, which was wonderful for Desertopia, and I had just washed my hands. Wait, 
Yeah. What? No, I'm just, I wanted to ask you some more questions about that because you were about, spi- spiraling on your Instagram feed. He had a really good time. I was just really fucked up the whole time for two days straight. Let's <laughs> were you, talk. Were you Let's like. Let's talk Desertopia. The amount of cocaine that I did could have taken out a horse. I should not be alive. Who has that cocaine? Because I'm no, you're not buying it. I did. How do you buy drugs? Well, I got it from someone that I had done drugs with earlier, and then I asked them, like, what can you do to help me here? And they <laughs> gave me that cocaine, that sweet, sweet cocaine for a large sum of money. And then I have test strips for the fentanyl because it's very <gasps> dangerous. Do. So I tested all of the cocaine, and then I went to Palm Springs. Wow. Because I don't want to die. Yeah, that's sounds crazy. Not. And I was even doing it in front of someone, and they were like, oh, my God, don't, the fentanyl, you could die. Is that who? And I was like, girl, I've had this for three days. I've been doing it the whole time. I tested <laughs> it before I got here. Um, yeah, and then I went to, okay. You know that to- I've never done cocaine in my life. Yeah, you strike me as a person that wouldn't. You strike me as someone, like, well, I know that you did. You smoked a bunch of weed, and then you... Never drank, did cocaine. And then you were like, you probably got like mildly drunk and maybe half, you probably browned out one time and we're like, I have a problem. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a break. We'll be right back. No, I want to drag you some more. <laughs> <laughs> Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to eat in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. When my fridge is stocked with Factor meals, I'm like... Oh, baby, I don't have to think about this. Mm-hmm. Like, it is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like, the mushroom is filling. Like, there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable, and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm-hmm. Very cool that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a, a very much into ordering delivery. I and know. now having all the food there, I can kind of pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this is like, you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals? Try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. And Factor Meals eliminate the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. All you got to do is heat up and savor the good stuff. Customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. Pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle. And we're celebrating Earth Day all month long with Factor. Look out for the Earth Month Eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 and use code sloppy seconds 50 to get 50% off your first box 
plus 20% off your next box. That's code SLOPPYSECONDS50 at factormeals.com slash SLOPPYSECONDS50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. And okay. we're back. Let me hear about Desertopia. Desertopia is this was its first year as an event and party, and I truly didn't really know what it was. I just knew that there was a, it was like a series of parties in Palm Springs for Palm Springs Pride, all lined up. So I was booked to perform at one event and. I'm not sure if I was booked to show up at a pool party in full drag, but I know that I did. And then I made everyone. And then once I got there, I was like, someone give me a table. Someone buy me drinks. Someone do this. So I just kind of like sat in the corner of this pool party where everyone was just like, in. it was a caftan theme party. So I showed up in a caftan and it was a wonderful time. Okay. And, and then that evening. I, I make, can I, can I make a commentary on your um, pool party attire? Sure. <laughs> I know it was a captain party, so live your life, sure. Diva. Sure. Go ahead and give me some feedback. Please say something, faggot. Do you remember? I think it was like a summer tramp when you turned that like orange jumpsuit with the sunglasses and like the sort of wrapped up like oh, yeah. frizzy hair. That is a serve. And I know you like that Whitney Houston wig. But Diva, she is not a serve on your head shape. I'm just no, being I know, honest. I know, but uh, okay, so here was what was happening. was I didn't know if I was booked for that or not. So I, w- I would have worn that jumpsuit, or I would have made a new one, but I was not padded. I didn't have any body on no, because I was just wearing great. a swimsuit. Uh-huh. The wig was because I wanted to wear the hat, and it was 100 degrees outside. So if I, had I put on an Afro wig... I would been I would have been drenched. I did bring two human hair units that are like thirty inches. Had I worn those, I would have been drenched. So I went with the one thing I knew I could get away with, and I wore that. <laughs> Here, let's let's talk about it. I think you should get a big sun hat, cut, cut a hole at the top, cut a hole so you can do that. Wrap the hair up so it's not down around your face. You've got the sun protection of the sun hat, but you're giving a like volume of a hair show. But and it's then just the so hat. hot. Like I don't think you truly understand how I do. I've been there. No drag. Hot it would yeah. have been because we showed up and everyone was like, "How do we get in the shade?" It was hot, and they were just in swimsuits, and I was like in a caftan, gloves. You had wig. a lady swimsuit on underneath that. No, I just had a Lockwood, the Lockwood... Um, oh, so you are only serving face, hat, and wig, and gloves, but everything else was not in drag. Correct, because I was going to take my makeup off and get in the pool. Then I slowly started to drink so much that I that I was like, oh no, I'm going to have to wear this makeup tonight. Because <laughs> my plan was to go back to the hotel and but take then you went back to the hotel and take and my makeup like, off uh-huh. and do this and do that. And then I ended up showing up to the hotel blackout drunk, basically being like, they are supposed to be a room for me. Like, I was so shitty. I can't believe you made it to the second party. Well, and then the funniest part was... I, I got, heard you I'm, didn't even perform. I made it to the second party. I was supposed to perform at 11.30. I let everybody in the bar know I was there. I did laps every 30 minutes. 
I just walked around and talked to people, and then we'd go back and sit in the dressing room because I was so exhausted. You're and as so I, good at when you get booked, like, actually working. Yeah, because I was like, I'm not going to sit in this dressing room and be boring. And I was like, I had people with me. Gabriel and Avery were there, and Vander and their partner Who's were there. Avery? He, he was in a go-go dancing competition at Precinct, and I think that he's very funny and has the fattest ass. So I put him as one of my permanent go-go dancers for Fat Slut. And then he just happened to be in Palm Springs that weekend because he has cute. friends that live out there. So he came Go and joined. Ahead, Avery. Yeah, he's great. And then um, what was I? So I just walked around with him, and I talked to people, and like the double Scorpio guys were there. Like I knew a lot of people there. Got Mick was there. Violet Chachki was there. I got to ask about the fall. Did you? S- oh, and what? Do 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 Candy Muse News. Violet Chachki Bachkis. I don't know. I couldn't think of something that rhymed. She fell and yeah. hit her hit her arm and face, but she was like she's fully recovered. It was like a bad sprain. Her head hurt, but she didn't get a concussion. Yeah. And also, she I saw the video of her like talking about it with Mick, and she was like, "Oh, I'm so embarrassed. I couldn't believe it. She like fell." And within a moment was standing up and sort of recovered. And, in the pro- and was, I like was like giving arm she was with like, that I'm broken so embarrassed. Wrist. Everyone's going to think I'm so bad. And I was like, you're literally perfect at everything you do. So fuck off. Also, that was the final show of the entire tour. So her body was probably so exhausted and tired. I heard her body was a wonderland. Well, there's a full video of it. Remember that jerk off video of her? What? She did a porn. She did a little porno. This is old news. She's one of the dolls that's important. Let's did you count see? Them. There did was you, Jade. Uh huh. Detox. Uh huh. I, I mean, um, Violet. Violet. Um, Dahlia. Sasha Bell. Oh, Sasha Bell. And now. Milk. Oh, yeah. Milk with the poo poo. And then. Keep going. I don't know. Who's I don't a, know that I've seen Ver- What's her name? That She was like a dancer. She was on one of the... Not really a... She... Always big hair. Ariel Versace. Oh, yeah. She makes hella porn. Mm-hmm. And I think that's it. Well, there's probably more. We just don't know. Oh, oh the Vixen, Vixen. The Vixen down. And then... She got pipe. And then Aja. Or... King Tyra. Ty- yes. King, King James. No, King James. Do you think they'll ever have her back? Aja. Is Aja doing drag again or no? I don't know. She's doing her. She's living I'm, her life. I know, but it's like, okay, she's probably going to hate me. I don't really care that much. It just seems so wild that she keeps going back and forth, being like, I hate doing drag. I'll never do drag. I'm back in drag. I'm a musician. I'm only performing out of I'm back in drag. Like, it's like, just I don't, think- don't make an absolute statement. Well, yes, that's true. Don't make an absolute statement. Just sort of be like, now my tour, I'm doing a music tour. I'm doing this. The absolute statements, the like having to to make a statement or do something or feeling the need to put 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 an update on social media. That stuff is all not necessary. I know that in this world, people don't feel like anything is real unless it's been published on social media. But I think Aja has enough name recognition and has built enough career for herself that she could literally disappear for six months on social media and then just reappear with a selfie and be like, here's this new project. And no, yeah. like, no one would really sort of be like, Oh my God, what's but she people going would through? Be excited. People yeah, would be excited. Like, you could yes, just sort of tune out and then tune back in. But it, it, 
I think it's it, I think it's interesting because it, it relates to what we're talking about on our Dragula reviews. Is like Jay Jolie went on a reality TV show. She was probably she probably spent what four weeks of her life of her entire life four weeks of it filming season five of drag race right or some isolated period of time obviously while the show was airing and then doing the reunion and like sort of the year afterwards was sort of the height of like being like okay i'm jay jolie from drag race but because that fan base is so ravenous and drag race has really shaped so much of queer culture she will always be jay jolie from season five and that kind of pressure is a really wild pressure because imagine being 20 something and basically having your full brand identity stamped on you. I mean, I know about this. But what's so nuts about Uh it is that she's worked for years now Uh not to move away from that brand identity. Like she still owns it. She was on that. But she's just like, I'm a completely different person than I was on that show. Right. And I, I mean, it's, it's, it's so interesting because I have the you and I both experience a tiny little version of this just from self self produced stuff. Mm-hmm. People probably still say I'm a top to you Constantly. all the time, and I know for me the first ever music video I did, I just at the Berenstein little April showers at the Berenstein Fair, the Berenstein Bear Fest in San Francisco at the Berenstein Street Fair. Uh, uh, I showed up and this guy was like, drip drop, you're going to do drip drop. And I looked at him and I was like, I don't do that song anymore <gasps> because I'm not going to do it anymore. Yeah. That's like when people ask me to do the McDonald's number. I'm like, right. I'm actually, I'm not doing that. Anymore. And it's like, I literally like, cannot be. I think bothered. that that existed before social media. Sure. Because you got famous for the one thing or you got when recognized for the one thing. But also, I think it's reinforced even more, even though we have more access to people than ever before. And you can go and you can look and you can see. But I think rebranding is a really huge endeavor. Mm -hmm. And when people can do it successfully, that's like it's it's really impressive. But see, for me, it's like, I mean, I understand why rebranding matters, but like, why not? It doesn't need to be a, an immediate change all of a sudden. It doesn't have to be right. an absolute, this is my new brand. The it can just thing. evolve. It can, you can slowly change the way that you do things and people can see the growth. And to me, I'm more interested in the growth of an artist than I am in being like, oh, they've, all, oh, oh, wow, they're doing this now. Like you, I like watching it or I like being able to go and see where the change happened and where they started moving differently. Do you know Amber Riley? Yeah. Do you Slut know walk. what? Slut walk. No, that's Amber Rose. Amber Riley from Glee. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we have to edit. No, that. I don't think you have to edit it out. When I first started doing drag, Amber Riley was like, I was trying to like get dresses and like look like Amber Riley because she no, was the one. No, you didn't. No, you weren't. Yes, I was. The I said drag. Trying. I was trying the the drag that you were doing. <laughs> you thought you were in the realm of Amber Riley? Well, that's what's so funny about drag is because whatever <laughs> fantasy I'm feeling may not be what you are seeing, but it it, it is what I am feeling. Uh, correct. You don't think I gave one ounce no, of Miss Amber Riley? No, you were painting Riley your face gray and only wearing Afro wigs. You never did. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> Am I it wrong? Was, it, am am I, I wrong? wrong? It was 
was the wrong color. I painted myself. I used, uh, well, I just didn't, no, I didn't have anyone to teach me. I mean, I had like the internet or whatever, but it was all, I was only following white people's things. What about your drag mom? Different undertone. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. So I was painting with pink undertones on a yellow undertone skin. Ah. Uh, so wait, I the gray. The reason I brought up Amber Riley is because, you know, like, her music career now, like, she's making pop music. She goes by Riley. Oh. So it's not like, and our musical guest, Amber Riley. It's like, and our musical guest, Riley. And I get that, but also I'm like, girl, your name, Amber Riley, is synonymous for being an amazing singer. So when you're launching your singing career, even though you're not an actor being a singer, and even though you're not singing musical theater, and so you're saying, like, Riley is original R&B and pop music. Riley is my music career. Riley is not me singing Wicked for PBS. It doesn't make sense. It's not a big enough shift for me, because I'm like... Just be Amber Riley. Just be that Amber is Riley. Name recognition that is synonymous with talent. Speaking of Wicked on PBS, <gasps> let's get, get into let's, it. No, 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 no. The casting was announced for the Wicked movie. Let's unpack it. Cynthia Arrivo sang. Alphaba's part on the Wicked PBS special, and now she is cast as no, she's saying Glinda's part in For Good. I think I didn't. I don't know that I saw her. Do we that. watched we, it and did a full recap on it. Well, so we you're telling about me now Braid. that you're a liar. No, we talking about the, the, the singer that you refer to as <laughs> Braid. Braid. Which honestly, <laughs> hey, here's the fun party trick. If you're at a party, because I did this all weekend in Palm Springs, and you kind of forget someone's name, just literally referring to Blue them shirt. as a item of clothing, whole room will lose it. The whole room, they'll be like, oh my god, he called you blue shirt. No, he called you smallcock. Here's the thing: you have a certain je ne sais charm about yourself. That you can be sort of rude and cunty to people, and people enjoy it and laugh. Not everybody can do that. Not everyone has the gift of bitch. (laughs) Okay, Ariana Grande will be playing Glinda the Good Witch, which I think is wild. I... Also, if you want to if you want to hear a full breakdown of this, go over and listen to me and Tim Murray talk on Slumber Party podcast oh. because we did a breakdown of like who we would cast and who we would want. And I think the best casting thing out of my mouth, my best choice would be that if Kristen Chenoweth put on old age makeup and played the wizard. Word. Wouldn't that be fun? Because then we would have a cameo. Yeah, I mean, she could also play. There are, I mean, who who's the 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 lady professor, Madame Morrible? She could she could play that, right? E, maybe, but it's I agree. like a lower. It's a lower. That's a lower register role. I also think there are a couple other spots for cameos, and I'm sure in the movie they're writing like that. <gasps> oh yeah. You know, there are more, you know, cameo spots for, like, when they retell the story of her childhood and when they do One Short Day. Like, so my hope is that all of, like, the iconic people from the Broadway and the touring and that kind of thing get, like, fun little cameos. But But did you hear who they think is going to be Fiero? No. 
Harry Styles. I was just gonna say that. I think that's good. I think I think that would be a good choice. I don't know about his acting ability. When he's but, charming enough, it'll be fine. Yeah. How old is Cynthia? Thirty six. Oh, okay. But okay, but here's the thing. Thirty four. Thirty four. Okay, but they're playing like and Ariana Grande is like thirty, isn't she? Yes. So they are playing like freshman college. Oh, so she's much younger. Well, not much, much, but not much younger. But they're but playing she's freshman not 19. college. But they're playing like I think they're doing it like say by the bell. You know what I mean? Like everyone is just going to be a everyone's just going to be like five or six years older than how they right, are. right, right, right. Okay, so listen, I think Cynthia Revo is great. What I guess what's interesting is. Obviously, there there are undertones about bigotry and racism in the story of Wicked because, mm-hmm. like, the one person has green skin and everyone, like, doesn't have green skin. Absolutely. But it's also interesting because the the history of the the American actors who have played Alphaba on Broadway and on tour predominantly, correct Mostly me, white. are white, right? Mostly white. There's maybe been... I think there's only been one black one on Broadway. Mm. And then and in the touring cast, there's been a couple. And Shoshana Bean, I think, is maybe half black. I don't know. Don't And then me. Arianti, this could be. Now, people forget that she was an actor first. She started first. on Broadway. Her first on Broadway? acting role was on Broadway, and then she went to Nickelodeon. Oh. And but then she like, the fell into being a musician. Right, and the thing about Ariana is she probably has significant chops that she has never really, really used because she has fallen into her performative personality as a pop star, which yes. is, and going, and this, and that. But she, I think, obviously is a powerhouse singer. I feel like this might be the kind of thing where she like disappears for a little bit, has some really intense acting coaches, and Absolutely. does like a full character. I would because hate Glinda's it. Glinda's not an easy role. It's fu- like the timing, the comedy. So I was she- like, she's probably got like three acting coaches, someone telling her like, this is the best way to say this line. This is how to be the funniest here. Like she will I, be learning. And I hope that it is not. I hope she, you know, for lack of a better better term, I hope she disappears into the role and, like, wouldn't it be sick if she, like, got a Golden Globe nomination or something? Yeah. Absolutely. I'm excited. I'm excited. Also, if you don't think that she knows how to sing musical theater... You're wrong. You're wrong because there's a video of her singing one of the hardest songs in theater to sing from Little Women. It's called Astonishing. Uh And, like, the only person that's ever sang it correctly is Sutton Foster. You know Sutton Foster. Yes. And she slays it. I mean, and she doesn't like, sound breathy and like pop star. It's full Broadway belting. It's so good. I feel like the only way this is going to really work for her is if she stops doing everything Ariana Grande related for like six months and only if she does like boot camp. Yeah. For Wicked and like really. Um, and she strikes me as the type of person that would do that. She seems well, also, like she. Yeah, she doesn't need to keep doing the voice. She's good. Maybe. Maybe she already started, and the voice was her way of being like, I can still collect checks, but, like, during the day, I can train. Girl. James Corden, you want to talk about that? The the petition to not have him involved. Here's what I will say. When I worked with James Corden, when I worked with James Corden on the uh, magazine cover for Attitude Magazine? 
I believe it was, uh, mm. that we share. Uh, you can see me. I'm in the bottom left. Uh, he was nice. Very nice. There's He was super friendly. Bought us all pizza. He's too young to be the wizard. Oh, I thought he was probably going to go for like an older Bach. No, they're saying that he's going to bleed the wizard. No. No, 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 no. What I was going to say was keep him away from my, my from my musicals. How about Billy the Billy Porter impressions? Those sweetie. are great, sweetie. Like I can't remember that guy's name, Larry something. I posted it on my Instagram story. It's so funny. But keep Billy Porter away from this too. Love him. Love him. Did to you pieces. watch the Cinderella on Amazon? No, I heard it was terrible. And then all I, that I saw was like that clip of who of Camila Cabello singing that one part, and she's like, "Am I wrong?" And they like left it in the movie. Kit, would anybody be interested in doing us doing a watch along episode of the Cinderella, or I guess anything? Because Meepaw, what we, we haven't could done do a review show in a while. Oh wait, could... it's all we do now. No, 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 no. Watch along. So you'll be dressed like Billy Porter, and I'll be dressed like Camila Cabello. No, we literally get together. And we record us saying three, two, one, press play, and then people can watch along and we'll comment on it in its oh, real time. Oh, I'm in. We can should sit we do on your something like that sofa. for the? Should we do something like that for the holidays? That'll be our holiday gift to y'all. Tell like us a, what movie, movie we should put out. Uh, a thing like a poll. a little poll. Because we and could do like a classic drag movie. We could do a classic holiday movie. We could do Home Alone. <gasps> You know, he says he Die looks at the hard? girlfriend. That's he goes, a Christmas movie. Woof. <laughs> oh, woof. All right. Well, this is a fun idea. Let's do that. Let's take a break and we'll be right back. We're going. And we're back. <laughs> Wait, what were we going to say before we ended the conversation on Wicked? I don't know. We said we were going to raw dog this episode. You fuck raw these days? No condoms? Yeah, no. You just like as much cum inside your butt as possible from your lover, from your life partner? Yes, absolutely. I've got my life partner's cum inside. (laughs) I show up to the gig. Sorry about the wet spot. The cum dripped out. Are you raw dogging it? I guess. You're not really like, are, when was the last time you've toppled someone? When, you've, when was the last time you mounted a man? Last week. Oh, I thought you had given up on topping. No, I'd be fucking. I, I stay fucking. <laughs> I have been fucking. But now you, you like to rob, uh, but do you check if they're on prep and you're on prep? Or is it like, I'm on yeah, prep, I let's mean, live the life? Often it's a conversation. I get tested really regularly now. I think I get tested every two months because just to circle back, I be fucking. Uh, We heard. (laughs) And um, yeah, I get tested often. I communicate with my sexual partners about what they prefer. It it's interesting though, like because I think there were a few moments recently, like in conversation with people about using condoms, and it was, I was like, oh yeah, because someone said like, ew, who who uses condoms anymore? And I'm like, if anyone ever wanted to use a condom, I would happily use a condom. 
Yeah. If someone asked, I mean, yeah. I guess if Michael was like, can I wear a condom? I'd be like, I guess. <laughs> You'd be like, like, no. I mean, it doesn't bother me. It is interesting, though, because some people do full refusal of that. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I yeah. come down. Uh-huh. All right. So, last week, we kind of dragged the Madonna in, which is fine. Uh, that was my I, experience. That was your experience. For me. I had a completely opposite experience. <laughs> Although, my one note would be that I don't think that there are enough plant-based options on their menu. But that's it. Girl, they don't seem like an updated plant-based menu type of spot. They had a couple. Salad? But, yeah, it was basically salad or like a hummus sandwich or something. Okay. Well, someone someone called in, so. Hey, fucks. This is Wes. I am a longtime listener. I'm a truck driver, so I've listened to you guys. Uh, Ooh, you're part of my regular you podcast. You fucking the bed of your truck? While I'm on the road. The bed. Um, but I was just listening to the episode with Big Dipper talking about the Madonna Inn. And I just have to say, you've got it all wrong. You don't go to the Madonna Inn for the crazy pink hotel rooms. You don't go to the Madonna Inn for the perpetual Christmas in the dining room. You go to the Madonna Inn when you're closeted. And in college, like myself, who went to Cal Poly San Luis Obispo, uh, you go to the Madonna Inn when you're closeted in college with all your straight friends. And you go to the bathroom in the lobby that has the waterfall urinal. Yes. And you pee in the trough waterfall urinal with all of them coming off of the rock wall. And then you get to look at all your straight friends' dicks. That's why you go to the Madonna Inn. Bye! Okay. I see that. I don't know if I support that. I don't know if... Because you don't want to look at your friends' dicks. Yeah, I don't like seeing my friends' dicks. But unless I think it's it would like, be unless different. they want me to see it, you know what I, I mean? I think it would be different if you were closeted and in college and like trying to figure out, like you end up. Oh my god! <gasps> Do you have a story? Do you remember? I memories was in love with this boy named Bobby in college. Mm-hmm. In love with him Mm. he was so fine and so cute and so friendly and literally had like the best body i've ever seen in my entire life like muscle down thick he was a Uh runner and Uh we were friends and he was like so friendly to me and he would like we would eat together just the two of us he wanted it I think I think he was you know the straight people I mean this happens I think in college a lot more maybe less now cuz the gen zers are all like pan or whatever but like drag them <laughs> drag, drag them for knowing themselves <laughs> but like you know in college there are the guys who identify oh I can get attention from gay dudes and I'm going to sort of gay bait yes I think a lot of times they wanted it it never occurred to me like bobby didn't seem like the kind of person that was doing that like it really did seem like we were just genuinely friends Mm -hmm. but like just i mean like still it's so funny that like it all came flashing over me because i'm like why would he ask me to eat dinner with him we ate dinner like one-on-one once a week like i remember us like hanging out all the time and then we would like hang out in common rooms and he would like sit directly next to me. So our legs were touching like thigh and calf on the couches. But then he would be like, Oh, do you want to meet my girlfriend? Like all that type of shit. Ooh, that's weird. It gets weird when the girlfriend's involved, unless he was hoping 
No, because not, also, okay. as you recall, I'm really this was trying like, to like make this happen for you, and it's like this it was like didn't my, happen. It didn't happen. It was like 20 years ago. Well, maybe not 20 years ago. 15 years ago. And I was, this was before I lost my virginity. This was before, like, oh, weird. This was like my freshman and sophomore year of college. And, like, I was not confident in myself and in my body. I hadn't really, like, landed yet. And, like, I, you know, I didn't lose my virginity until after I graduated from college. Like, so I, which is dark. I really, oh, and, like, um, getting fucked by an old man when you're 13 and there's a cooler full of iced tea in a Motel 6 is not dark? It wasn't a Motel 6, but yeah. Was it a Hojo? No, I can't remember what. It was like a Palace Inn. Is that a thing? It was like maybe, shaped like a castle. I was like, ooh, interstates of Texas. fancy, rich. Anyway, back to your story. Well, I have a very similar one where there was this guy when we were in, when I was in high school and he went to a different high school but we went to church together mm. and there would be so many times where he, he would like just pick me up in his car and we like go out and hang out and like go to Taco Cabana and like eat dinner and then hang out in a park at dar- after dark. And I was like, there were so many times where I was like, I'm so confused. Like, why does this straight guy just want to? hang out with me one-on-one out in right. pu- like and i didn't know what to do and like later now when i look back at it i'm like oh he was hoping that i would have made a move or made an offer or done something because like he wanted to know but he couldn't he couldn't make the first move it was so weird because there was times where we would like show up to house parties and he'd be like yeah we're just gonna go in for a quick second he, we would get like a little drunk and he'd be like all right and he would take a comforter and he'd be like let's go to a park and would like we would of course you know me me in Texas we would drive drunk over to a park well he would drive and we would like hang out on a comforter and just like stare up at the stars. Did have you watched any of the new Big Mouth? No. New new season of Big Mouth is out, and Jay, the bisexual character who is so fun, has like a little hookup with one of the like hottest straight kids in the class, Ooh, and it's like a secret hookup, and then girl. he's like. He's like, I need more from you. Can you claim me publicly? And the guy was like, No, we're done. And they would just like hook up in closets and and like behind the. I did that one time, shit like that. One time, my friends and I were playing hide and seek in their house, and it was a big group of us. And I got in a closet with a man named Chris. And while we were in there, he pulled his dick out, and I sucked it for a little bit. What's wrong with us? <laughs> Gay people are fucked. We up. are fucked. Uh, God, I hope my parents don't listen. God, I hope I get it. Okay, let's... I, I have hope another I get voice, it. I okay. have another voicemail here. Hi, Big Dip. Hi, Meatball. Uh, first time caller. Okay, I'm horny. Uh, I've been listening for like a few months now, to be honest. Um, we we love honesty. Story. Really, no one doesn't really know about this. So, um, there was this guy who I was fooling around with and not dating. There had been a relationship. Not important. Anyways, um... But yeah, like, you know, being a whore I was, like, we was always having a lot of sex. And one day he came over, and we were downstairs in the kitchen, and we had sex all over the kitchen. The counters, the table, the chair, the floor, and then we moved it over to the living room, got on the couch, a few, you know, a few of the coffee tables, you know, and all this is while my mom was upstairs for one. So, yeah, a little sneaky get, which kind of gives, like, you know, it kind of makes it better yet again, the other freaking me, either or. But, yeah, like, the crazy thing about it is just that, like, 
to this day, no one, no one in my house has known, and I just watch people sit at that table, touch that table. <laughs> I've seen people like you know, like sit on the couch, like nothing, and I'm just like, I just fucked all over that couch and that table, and y'all are enjoying your dinner and watching your movies like it's nothing, but okay, work. But yeah, I'm like, I don't feel bad about it because like the, I'm like the sneaky dick was good, but. Yeah, just thought I'd share that one. Um, and also, hopefully, you guys accept this one. Goodbye. Okay. Did you ever do anything weird like that? Well, I the the maybe getting caught thing is not exciting to me. So to me, I'm like, oh, sex all over the kitchen cool that's fine you're like really in the moment like i remember when i was living in new york with my ex-boyfriend like if i would come up behind him while he was like doing dishes or cooking i would try to fuck him in the kitchen and that happened like once or twice but like yeah, i like- he was like he was like dipper or sorry you're dead <laughs> i'm trying to do the dishes <laughs> why did you because he, he probably didn't call you dipper <laughs> no he didn't um but but <laughs> but like i don't know while someone else is in the house or upstairs like i'm not like i i don't like the like necessarily i didn't like it either around i didn't like the sneaking because it made it feel like we had to rush it and i was always like if we're doing this i want it to take some time because this is only going to happen once every couple months probably it it is kind of fun to see a space and be like oh we're using this space for, you know, uh, eating a meal together as a family. Yeah. But two days ago, I was eating ass on that table. One time, I hooked up on a my friend's, like, parents' bed with him. Ew. And that was, like, weird. But he really... I was like, your room is right upstairs. Like, we don't have oh, yeah. to do the, this. The parents' but, bed is such a weird thing in And my his brain. mom worked at my school, so I would always see her, and I would just be like, the shame that would wash over me. Because I knew that they didn't know, but I would just be like, she knows. She knows. She has to know. Sheena knows. Um, Let's take a break. Alright, let me go pee. This episode's a mess. And we're back. Hello. Hello. Um, We've really gone through the gamut today. We've gone up, (laughs) down, left, right. Through the gamut. What's a gamut? All of it, you know? It's everything. (laughs) It's just, like, it's just all of it. It's just all of it. You know, it's just all of it. Do we have one more call, or are we going? <laughs> You've got a nap on the books, and you're just waiting. I, I, no, I, I'm like, just. I'm no, it's actually not. Well, it's going to be some dad grass, and then maybe riding my little scooty around. Oh, oh right. Yeah. You came and rode the scooty. That was so fun. What a serendipitous moment. It felt right. You came over. You dropped off some weed and some Raycons. Raycon. And you got to see my new Segway from Segway Los Angeles. I went and picked it up. It was so fun. 
that is amazing. Do they have like a bunch of different? Yeah. Um, so they have like electric motorcycle, like dirt bikes that go like very, very fast. And then they have little like go karts. And they have, of course, the regular scooters there. But it was, um, I don't know. I, I like when I designed it because they made it look how I wanted it to look. It looks insane. Like when I, I was driving around the neighborhood yesterday and people were looking at it and being like, what is that? What are you on? Oh my god. That is so cool. I feel like I would like I don't really have like a place to go. Like I think if I lived in a different neighborhood, mm. I would really have use for one, but I kind of would I I kind of be into like one of those I'm going to say it. One of those like segways that you stand on, but you hold it with your knees. Oh, they have those too. Those so are you very don't San Francisco. Yeah. You don't hold the handlebars. It's just like a balance thing and you use it to like get around. That would be fun. I mean, I really like it because I live close enough to a grocery store that it, it takes, it's faster than driving in yeah. a car. But it's also far enough away that I don't want to carry groceries. I just can't wait. I'm about to bust that baddie out today. I'm going to take her up and down. That's amazing. It's called the E-Moped. Yes. Okay, work. Um, let's listen to some more voicemails. Would oh, you right, like right, that? right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, you slops. Long-time listener, first-time caller. This is a story about the time I got my back blown out at the Vaughn's grocery store. Word. So I was okay. on Scruff one night with my husband. We're looking for some fun. And this guy named Hung Dad messages us. And he says, hey, you know, I'm at work right now. Come by, visit me. And we're like, okay, let's do it. So we go to the grocery store and no picture. <laughs> so we're walking around. We're messaging him. We're here. Where are you? He says, don't worry. I'll come find you. So we're walking around. And he finds us. And he wasn't unattractive. He definitely was a daddy. So he's like, follow me. We walk back to the office. And (gasps) he has my husband stand in front of the door so no one can come in. So we're back there. My husband's blocking the door, make sure that no one comes in. And I start blowing him. He pulls it out. And I definitely wouldn't say he was hung. (laughs) I wouldn't call him that. Um, But we're there. We're going to enjoy your time. <laughs> oh, she didn't uh, like the And he's like, okay, get on your knees. I want to fuck you. So I get on this rolly chair in this office. And I'm on my knees. And I have a really thick ass. I go to the gym. I take spin class. <laughs> and he can't get it in because it def- it wasn't big enough. It was too short. Oh, couldn't get so past the cheeks. No worries. Couldn't make this work. I get on my back on this chair. My arms are grabbing the back of the chair. My legs are in the air. And he is just trying to get it in there, but it's not working. So he just starts thrusting, like if he's inside me, and (laughs) knocks the chair out from under me, and I land on my back. The chair hits the desk, and it's super loud. He's like, get dressed, get out, we're gonna get in trouble, get out. So he kicks us out of the office, and I got my back blown out. I was in pain for days Uh, afterwards. Oh no. I couldn't go to the gym. Thanks for listening to my story, y'all. Big fan. And even bigger bottom. Love you guys. Oh my god. What that a is... roller coaster of a story. Oh, also, the whole time he was talking about that, I was thinking he was like on a rolly chair, right? So That's he, what he just said. Like, at every the thrust end. is just going to keep rolling. That's so bad. 
Yo. How many times do you think that store manager has had his little dicky sucked back there? That's kind of hot. That's kind of hot. But let me just say, don't put hung in your profile if you're not hung because you're going to end up having like a nasty conversation with people. You should just be about to be like, that's not big. Horny dad. Horny dad. Horny father of two. Looking right. for a break from my Because wife. there are literally people who all they want is 10 inches of cock inside them. And if you say hung in your profile and you're not serving that. Also, there are plenty of ways to fuck, even a fat ass, um, when you don't have many, many inches. And it doesn't involve them being on all fours. It involves them being on their back. You should just not do it on a rolly chair. Absolutely. That, just no that. back pain, a, sex, oh, a sexual in, in injury. I had like a little tweak in my back the other day, and I was like, "Oh, this might be the end for me." That just reminded me of a story that someone was telling me. Um, Do tell. They were on. They posted some like horrible grinder interaction they had, and then they were like, "This is just how things are where I'm at." Because he moved to a small town to go to college, and now he's like, "I got to move back to a big city because everyone on Grinder is weird like this or a faceless profile." And I was like, "Well, why don't you just try Sniffies if like all you're after is like cock?" And he was like, "I think the police here are on Sniffies because he like went to a public sex thing, checked in, and then like the next person that drove into the where he was." It said there was like someone coming, and the next car was a cop car. Oh, they're trying to get. So now I now I'm like, is Sniffies? Um, well, you shouldn't be having sex publicly. Sniffies doesn't say that. It says you meet someone in public and then you go and somewhere. And then you sick. go somewhere private. Yeah. So dang, but that's crazy that the cops are on it now. Um, What's going to happen to the third floor Macy's bathroom? Someone sent. <laughs> Someone sent this screenshot of uh, someone talking shit on Sniffies, and I'm texting it to you right now, Meatball. I would like you to read this message aloud, and this will end the episode for today. (laughs) This one is crazy. Be careful. Hold on. Be careful out there, people. Like, entrapment? That's fucked up. And also, if you're a fucking cop, first of all, get a different job. Second of all, if you're trying to fuck people in public, don't show up in your uniform or with the cop car if you're just trying to have sex. Yeah. That's, that's wild. fucked up. That's messy. And there's okay. and people have a fetish for that. Okay. A dramatic reading from <clears throat> Sneakers performed by Matisha. What's your what's the name? Like if you call Meredith Charitith? Meaty Bobiti, meaty no, diabetes. No, it needs to be like a like a like a. If you were to work in like a in a corporate job, and you were to have like a full f- female name, well, I'm I'm named after a food. Yeah. So, like Ballington could be the last name. Mia, meet Met, Meticia, Meticia Ballingtons. <laughs> yeah, like you call fucking. Uh, Nicole Jizzington. If you're in Los Angeles this Friday, please come to Fat Slut at Precinct, hosted Starring by me. We have a Maticia wonderful lineup. Uh, we have Vicky Vox, who hasn't performed at a club <gasps> in a hot minute. We have Love Connie, because I love Love Connie. We have... 
the Cuban Missile Crisis himself, Tito Bonito, will oh, be giving us the divas, and then all the way from I guess either Palm Springs or LA. I'm not really sure, but she really wowed me in Palm Springs. So I hired Beijing, a fat drag queen who is an incredible performer. And Amazing. we might have a special guest if she is going to be in town. And I will tell you her name is Nicole Jizzingtons. Okay, back to the dramatic reading. Looking for a dom for this Thursday near Irving and Harlem? We'll have a motel room. Have a kink involving insects? I have them. Need CBT, cock and ball torture. Willing to be tied up. Have pics of what you will be putting on my body. Serious. Oh, I have a huge Madagascar hissing cockroaches to put on my cock and balls. Need a dom. Drunk. Millipedes now biting me. <laughs> Where'd the millipedes come from? Where the, de- the, the He says, I have a huge Madagascar hissing cockroach to put on my cock balls and ass, and I need a dom. And then the drunk. update is, I'm drunk. Millipedes are biting me. Girl, where you get the millipedes from? Is this like an insect wrangler? Oh my god, maybe. Like on location yeah, in a hotel like, room. He's like, I have this hotel room um, and all these insects. You want to put them on my body? So wild. Well, thank you all so much for listening to Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball. You can follow us on Instagram at Sloppy Pod. You can follow me on Instagram at Spiciest Meatball. Big Dipper is Big Dipper Jelly. And on Facebook, Twitter, I am Fat Drag Meatball, and he is Big Dipper Jelly again. You could call in with your fuck talk story to 213-536-9180 or leave us an email at sloppysecondspot at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to like and subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode, which come out every Tuesday and Friday. Goodbye! Doodle-doo-doo forever. Dog. To listen to Sloppy Seconds ad-free and one day early, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Music, editing, and sound design by William Pitt. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.